Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, we're going to talk about how getting tossed on my head helped me to generate over $200 million as a freight broker. So let me give you a quick backstory and try to explain to you how this, all th- how this concept came to play. Since the age of seven years old, when I started wrestling, I've been in wrestling and combat sports and competitive sports since I was seven years old. I'm now 51 today. So we're over 40 years later, I'm still in combat sports. I started out in wrestling all through high school and college. And then after high school and college, uh, I started judo, right? I started in judo, which is an Olympic sport. It's also a self-defense. It's a martial art. For those of you that don't know what judo is, it's all throws, chokes and arm locks. Okay. So that's the, that's what judo is all about. I went on to get my black belt. I competed in many, many tournaments, have had hundreds of fights and competitions in and around judo and wrestling and went on to get my second degree black belt a few years ago. And just recently took my test for my third degree black belt. Uh, So I've been a teacher and a competitor for a very long time. And judo and wrestling have been a core part of my life, right? It's a passion for me. And so while in those contests, you know, at time, many times you win, but sometimes you lose. And there have been plenty of times when I've been tossed on my head and I'm reflect, this training is about reflecting on the lessons that I've learned from being tossed on my head, from the adversity and from the challenges that I faced as a wrestler and a judo player and a combat sport person, okay? So I'm gonna share with you five lessons and then maybe we'll get a a bonus one, a bonus tip or a bonus lesson at the end for those of you that stick around to the end. And then I'm gonna do live Q&A. So let's, uh, let's take off, let's get the ball rolling here. So number one on the list is be humble. All right, so no matter how good you think you are, there's always somebody out there that's gunning for you. There's always somebody out there that's better. There's always a competitor, whether you're in judo or wrestling or business, there's always a competitor out there that's hungrier than you and is better than you. And you have to, so the key to that, the reason why I say be humble is because if you get a little bit too, if you let your ego take over, what happens is complacency is going to kind of fall in. And you can also, um, you know, you can also have a negative impact on your community, the people that are around you. If you have a, your ego's out of check. So being humble is really important. I'll be honest with you. There are times in my career throughout wrestling and judo, and even as an entrepreneur where I probably didn't check my ego at the door and I should have. Um, I've learned from my mistakes. I hope you do. Being humble is one of the most important parts of being successful. Okay. Having humility and being humble is very important. Okay. So that's number one, be humble because just so you know, in any given moment in judo or wrestling, you're only two, one or two seconds away from being thrown on your head. Okay. And in business, it's the same way. You have to be humble because you can be humbled very, very quickly if you, you know, if you don't check your ego at the door and you don't focus on humility uh, as an entrepreneur, judo player, wrestler. Okay. So number two, never stop learning. 
the best wrestlers, the best judo players, the best entrepreneurs are lifelong learners. They invest in learning. They invest in personal development. They invest in training. They invest in coaching. They invest in learning. They are lifelong learners, right? So, you know, one of the greatest, a great uh, saying that I've heard many, many years ago is earn while you learn. You don't need to know everything in order to get started, but you definitely need to continue to learn if you are going to evolve and you are going to be successful over the long term. So I'm a lifelong learner. I Some of my most popular ways of learning are reading books, coaching, podcasts. You know, those are some of the, you know, YouTube, YouTube channels, you know, content on YouTube. So some of my favorite ways to learn and continue to develop my knowledge and my skill sets. Um, and I do that regularly. I do that consistently every day. And I can tell you that I've done that for many, 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 many years, decades, not years, decades. Okay. So being, uh, never stop learning, be a lifelong learner. That's number two. <clears throat> number three, learn how to adapt. Now there's a saying that I heard very early on in business that stuck with me for well over 20 years. And that is the only constant in business is change. So think about that for a second. The only constant in business is change. It's kind of a tricky saying, right? What they're saying is, Business is changing very rapidly. I don't care what industry you are in, it is always changing. And since the advent of the internet and smartphones and additional technology, you know, the speed of business change has even increased. Okay. So your ability to adapt and change is critically, critically important. You have to learn how to adapt. What worked last year may not work in 2021, okay? You know, the strategies and the tactics and the tools that you're using to grow your business, right, may not work in 2021. Judo, to bring it back to my judo and combat sports, <clears throat> is this, you know, my judo and wrestling as a 20-year-old was very different than my strategy today. Because number one, I'm not 20 anymore. <clears throat> Number two, the sport has evolved, right? And so there's a lot of things that have changed. And so I had to adapt. I had to change. I promise you my judo at 20 years old is very different than my judo today, right? There's a lot less testosterone in my judo now than there was at 20, good, bad, or indifferent. But ultimately, I had to adapt. And it's the same thing in business. You have to learn how to adapt, okay? So that's number three. Number four, teacher learns most. Now, some people have a hard time understanding what I mean by this. Teacher learns most. So what I mean by that, it's called the protege, protege effect. The more you teach, the more you coach, the more you help other people, okay, the better you get at whatever it is you're teaching. So let's say, for example, I'm teaching a judo move. Let's say it's Ippon Sienagi, which most of you understand that Ippon Sienagi is one arm shoulder throw, okay? So Ippon Sienagi, if I teach people, a beginner, how to do Ippon Sienagi, my tendency, the more I teach people to do that throw, the better I will get at that throw. Because in order to teach it, you truly have to understand it. 
you truly have to break that throw down and that maneuver down into different components. And in order to do that, you have to truly understand it. The same thing goes for business. So if you want to grow a successful business, eventually you're going to have to hire people. And as you hire people, you're going to have to train those people. And so teacher learns most fits into the entrepreneurial landscape as well, because you will have to teach. And in order, and when you teach, you will learn as much as you give. You will get as much as you give. Okay. So that's number four. Teacher learns most. Number four, number five, <clears throat> hard work isn't always enough, right? Hard work isn't always enough. Now, don't get me wrong. Hard work is critically important to success in anything. Wrestling, judo, freight brokerage, any entrepreneurial, you know, pursuit, right? It's going to be hard work, but that's not always enough. There's that old saying, if hard work was the key to success, every ditch digger would be a millionaire because talk about hard work, Dig a ditch. Now you'll understand the definition of hard work. So what I'm in the lesson here about, uh, you know, about hard work isn't always enough is that you have to learn to be strategic. You have to learn to develop a winning strategy. Now that strategy, again, in wrestling, there are winning strategies and different people have different strategies in business you know, your strategy is critically important. Not every business uses the exact same strategy to succeed or win. But you as an entrepreneur, as a freight broker, as a freight agent, you have to develop a winning strategy. Okay, so understand hard work isn't always enough. You have to think strategically. All right, so that's number five. And let's, let's do the bonus tip. All right, I'm going to give you a bonus tip. And it goes like this. It's, it's a quote that I heard many years ago. Don't fear the man who knows a thousand moves. Fear the man that has done one move a thousand times. Let me say that one more time. Don't fear the man who knows a thousand moves. Fear the man that has done one move a thousand times. So in wrestling and in judo, that means, you know, you're better off being really good and really proficient at a few things, right? In wrestling, maybe you have a really good single leg or you have a really good duck under or you're really good running legs on top, right? When you're riding guys. In judo, you know, maybe it your favorite thrower technique is a Ponsianagi or Osorogari or Ogoshi or any number of the judo techniques. It's better to be good at a few things, really good and really proficient at a few things than to be average at a bunch of things, okay? So I experienced this myself throughout my career. In many cases, I failed because I thought I needed to know everything rather than just being really good at the core components and the things that really allowed me to win, I focused on trying to be, to know everything and to learn everything and to be good at everything. And in business, this translates into jack of all trades, master of none. And it is a surefire way to fail. You as an entrepreneur, you do not have to be good at everything. 
You don't have to be good at sales and marketing and operations and financial management and hiring and training. You don't need to be good at all those things. You don't. Now you need to understand them, but the things that you need to be, there are things that you are inherently good at and there are things that your strategic plan and your strategy are gonna require you to invest time and energy into. One of the most important skills for you as a freight broker or freight agent is sales. It's one of the hardest skills for people to learn because of fear. And so you are gonna wanna invest an enormous amount of time into learning sales, okay? But that doesn't mean you need to be good at the financial management piece because you can hire people or outsource to people that are better than you, okay? So the point is, whether it's wrestling or judo or freight brokerage or just being an entrepreneur in general, don't fear the man that knows a thousand moves. Fear the man who knows one move, but he's done it a thousand times. Someone who's an expert and is highly proficient at that one move or strategy. So I hope, the, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Those are six lessons that I learned along the way of my journey of developing and creating a freight brokerage that did over $200 million in sales. And many of those lessons I learned by getting tossed on my head, either in wrestling, in judo, or as an entrepreneur. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you did, if you're curious about becoming a freight broker or freight agent, check out freightbrokerbootcamp.com. Been in business over a decade. We trained over 8,000 students and we have a 60-day 100% money back guarantee. So hope you guys enjoyed this. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.